0: Hello? Anybody home?
1: Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole
2: series
3: of techniques
2: to get people actually to love
3: their servitude.
2: We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. We are
0: opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people, of the world, and especially the United States to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government.
2: The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists attitudes,
1: prejudices. fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's
2: about time some of you got
1: acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes.
0: It's the heart that
2: says, I will not acquiesce across the gulf of space, intellects. Vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious
1: eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception
0: will change everything. I'm Ryan Gable, your host... And you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM. You can download the Fringe FM app for free by visiting the app store of your choice. You can go to the website fringe.fm. And you can also check us out on TalkStream Live and the Paranormal Radio app. Or visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. You can subscribe to our archive there to get access to all the shows after they air, all the montages, and my digital books. We also have the physical copies of those books available. It's at www.thesecretteachings.info. And if you'd like to contact me tonight or wherever you're listening, whenever that might be, you can email rdgable, rdgable, at yahoo.com dot.com rtgable at com Tonight is the second part of a two-part series that weaves together, that combines all the classical conspiratorial information and data and puts it into a singular show, a singular format where we can witness incredible synchronicities, incredible Patterns to help us better understand what is happening. I think a great word to describe it is compartmentalization. Ten years ago, if you told somebody that their Samsung television spies on them, that on Samsung's website, under the privacy section, it says, Be wary, be careful of what you say or do in front of your smart TV. Because this information that we collect can also be turned over to police, to third parties. It can be information that's sold. Hackers can access it. Be careful with your smart TV. And as people began to purchase the smart TVs and purchase the home security systems that are routinely hacked, the smart thermostats, the smart phones and all the other smart technology, as it's called, psychologically, subconsciously, the word smart indicates that on a deep level, if you don't purchase or support that product, you are obviously not smart. A really dumb way of controlling people through manipulation and what amounts to advertisement gaslighting. Now, Speaking of gas, speaking of energy, all these technical devices that we have are, of course, vulnerable not only to hackers, not only to police, not only to third-party corporations that want to sell you something. They are also vulnerable to the very companies that create them or that utilize them. As is the case of dozens of smart thermostats, smart meters, smart children's toys, smart security systems, all that monitor through video and audio. Monitoring not just you, but even your room, your house to try and sell you or recommend to you things that might relate to something you have in your room or your house or wherever you might have this device. Now, power companies are doing exactly what conspiracy theorists said that they would do. This was not a conspiracy or a conspiracy theory. It was just business. They are turning the thermostat in your house, if it is a smart thermostat, up above a certain temperature in what they call energy conservation promotion a company called smart savers texas energy hub a company called energy hub running a promotion called smart savers texas with customers opt into a program that most of them didn't realize they were opted into has just begun altering thermostats in your home without your permission or without your knowledge during peak energy demand. When you enter into this program willingly, consciously, without being under duress, you are entered to win a sweepstakes. So give access to all of your personal data. Give access to your home, the most intimate Space that you have outside of your mind and body just to be entered into a sweepstakes. It's kind of like getting into an experimental medical trial just to get a donut or just to get a beer or just to get a, a hot dog. Smart Savers Texas is a program that will increase temperatures on thermostats by up to four degrees to reduce energy consumption and relieve stress. On the grid, said Erica Diamond, Energy Hub's vice president of customer solutions. So, now, 10 years later, from around the time we started to hear about these types of smart technologies, all the warnings of privacy, the health concerns with RF frequencies, electromagnetic frequencies, all the concerns over companies abusing your data, now companies are able to use those devices to walk into your home digitally, virtually. And not only watch what you do, try to craft specific forms of advertisement for you, they'll also decide when your power goes on or when your power goes off. Now, at what point in the past did we decide that it was okay to allow our sacred space to be violated in this way? At what point in the past near or far, did we decide that it was okay to connect the whole world to a smart grid? That that was one of the ultimate goals by 2021-2030, to have the whole world connected. Whoever conceived of this idea may have had the best intentions. Those who conceived of a connected world through smart technologies may have had very positive intentions. It'll make our lives more convenient. It will make them simpler. We'll have to do less work. It will be a wonderful, beautiful world. Problem is volatile technologies that allow hackers easy access into your home, your personal information, into your children's room are always going to exploit that information and those with the power to develop those technologies, those with the power to sell those technologies, the power they receive back from the consumer. These companies have decided to abuse that power as well, or they've been pressured by intelligence agencies to hand over the data that's collected. How would you get people to voluntarily bug their homes? How would you get people to voluntarily allow the power company to change the heat or the cooling in your home? Well, it's kind of simple. You just kind of convince people that it's better for the climate. You kind of convince people that they'll save money with new smart meters and with new smart thermostats that connect directly to the power company. It's safer, it's cleaner, it's better, it's cheaper. When in reality, smart meters and these smart thermostats are none of those things. And even if they were one or more of those things, the fact that you can allow a third party to access very important components of your home, is just a little bit asinine. If we're being straightforward, and you know, I've had a question for about ten years since I began radio on the subject of so-called conspiracies. How is it? Would you? Get, how would you get people to stop driving cars or to stop going to airports? Now, you don't have to do it entirely, but you get a large number of people that stop driving a large number of people that stop flying. You don't need everybody. You just get a large enough number to create or to cultivate whatever it is that you wish to see manifest in society. How do you get people to do that? How do you get people to stay in their homes and never come out, but without it being illegal or without it being forced or without people being under duress? How do you end production and shift to a post-production world where everything is controlled as a service economy. That's what the World Economic Forum said they want. How do you get a form of online learning that's not just is it virtual and therefore it's disconnecting for humans, but it can be easily monitored and easily censored? How do you develop that? How do you get control of social media and force people to demand? You force people to demand that they are censored, that there is content that is not available because it's considered inappropriate, truth or falsehood? How do you get people to participate in an illegal medical experiment? How do you develop the ideology that we should get rid of tangible currency and shift to a digital environment? Uh, How do you convince people that there's less food in the world and so we have to restrict our resources and we have to eat fake meat and we have to eat insects and drink cockroach milk? How do you do all of that? Well, you can do the flying and driving part through lockdowns, and you can do the, I didn't mention it, CO2 reduction part, which relates to driving and flying. You can do that through lockdowns. In fact, we should have lockdowns every year to prevent carbon dioxide emissions. How how do you end production and shift into a self-service or a full-service economy, and and you shift away from any kind of production, a post-production, post-industrial, anti-human, or post-human future? You do that, you start it with social incentives, and you give people money, universal basic income, and the incentive is don't go to work. You can make more money at home. How do you create an online monitoring ministry of education, the ministry of lies, the ministry of truth? How do you develop that? Well, you just have to force people into digital education. How do you censor things and then force people to demand that more is censored and the more they're abused the more they demand well you have to control social media to stop dangerous ideas that are loosely associated with events that are exaggerated in the media you have to use that as justification to censor that content how would you get people to decide you know what Uh, money is too inconvenient money is just uh, i just i need something different than money how do you convince people to feel that way well you make it more convenient and you tell them that money is dirty and that and that coins are not available. It's a coin shortage. How do you develop a an environment in which people will, no matter the abundance of food in front of them and and, and the and the literal tens of thousands of tons of waste that are thrown out around the world? I mean, just millions and millions and millions of pounds. The the, the numbers are all over the place. The amount of food is like 40% wasted alone in the United States. We're talking about food shortages and creating that, despite the fact that there's plenty of food. And how do you, how do you, do, how do you get food management and rations? It's pretty simple. You just convince the population that not only are there too many people, But you convince the population to, through gaslighting, come to that conclusion by manufacturing an event or a series of events, controlling the data information points, and manufacturing a new reality. So the end game becomes the average person believing that they are protected and are part of some system. Raging against the machine are really part of that system, raging for the machine and participating in what otherwise is an illegal medical experiment because you get a free vaccine and you might get a cookie and a donut and you might also, if you're very lucky and don't die, you might get a few hundred dollars to turn an illegal medical experiment into a legal medical experiment because you've given consent. You've allowed them to experiment on you. Therefore, it becomes legal. You convince people that all of this is needed. All of this is needed in order to save the world, to save the planet. Because disease is, of course, climate change and the planet is dying and carbon dioxide is out of control and humans are a virus that need to be eliminated. Oops, I slipped. Humans are a virus that need to be eliminated. And if that is the case. You have to convince people to exterminate themselves. You have to convince people to willingly sterilize themselves and others. And you can do that directly through forms of birth control and promote promiscuity to divorce the pure human spirit from uniting with creator and source. And you can also do that by convincing people that they can help save lives by participating in a genetic experiment which will sterilize them. And you create numbers and create sickness to do this. This isn't my rambling tonight. This is literally the plot of a TV show called Utopia. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Right here on The Fringe FM. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. Right here on The Secret Teachings.
4: You are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, where you can catch The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable five nights a week after Lighting the Void with Joe Rook.
3: If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, Get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, the fringe I and you. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com
1: alex exum. my name is alex exum and you're listening to the fringe fm are you intrigued by paranormal talk radio you'll love the new paranormal radio app from TalkStream live you'll find a great selection of talk shows covering ufos ghosts strange phenomena and much more Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store.
2: Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
1: The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
3: This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM.
0: Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM.
1: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com and you're listening
0: to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable.
1: How much evil do you have to do to do good? you desecrated all my work. You disrespected science. What the hell did you put in that vaccine? You created a flu that sparked the demand for a vaccine that doesn't work. After everyone in the country is vaccinated. And the world... Will have murdered millions. Nope, nope, you don't have it. Give a certain percentage of the population a fatal illness and you make sure it's genetic. See, that was the exciting part. You pass it down. So if you have children before you die. And when this vaccine fails, I'll be the scapegoat. People are driven by the need to know what happens next. Do you want to know what happens next? Your father created a world-changing, not world-ending, a world-changing, world-improving omnivirus. And we have taken that virus and embedded it in the vaccine of the Stern's flu. I knew it. <gasps> I knew it. You created a panic, and now everybody's begging for the vaccine. No, 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 d- demanding it. Yes. And now we have exactly what we want. Hundreds of millions of Americans lining up, offering us their arms, and letting us give them our creation. I'm pretty sure when every vaccinated person starts dying, they'll trace it back to you, undetectable virus or not. You've all been very busy, and you're all very sharp. Are you sure none of you would like to come and work for me? No? Better than dying a terrible, violent death. Then understand this. What we are doing is far bigger than death. Wait, this virus is not deadly.
4: It looks pretty damn deadly.
1: Tell me this. What have you done today to earn your place in this crowded world? Exactly. Everything I do is a cure for our current situation. And how's it in cure if you're killing people? I told you it does not kill. That was the amazing epiphany we had. We didn't have to kill to accomplish our goal. We intend to stop human reproduction for three generations. The busy, endless global assembly line of babies will grind to all.
0: Stopping Human Reproduction I'm Ryan Gable And this is the Secret Teachings Radio Right here on the Fringe FM This is a clip From the TV show Utopia
1: A human civilization Is that what they're calling it? It's a very nice euphemism for a species that is replicated like a contagion across the planet, killing all other species in its wake. Except things that are cute, like puppies or koalas.
2: You hate people that much?
1: On the contrary, I love people. How? Why would... Doing what our government or citizenry is too spoiled or self-indulgent to do, we are saving ourselves from ourselves. Halting overpopulation. Hundred years ago, the global population was 1.7 billion. 2011... It reached 7 billion. People live too long, die less often. In 2050, they say it's going to plateau. We'll blow past 11 billion and then slowly begins to decline. Global warming, mass extinctions, food, water shortages. All these problems can be boiled down to one thing, overpopulation. At 1.7 billion, we can be as decadent, self-indulgent.
0: So there's the clip from Utopia. It was finished in April of 20. Twenty released in September of 2020. You can find the clip online. And that video is pretty descriptive. It's basically a scenario in which people are killed or poisoned in order to boost the numbers of a so-called virus, traumatizing the population and convincing them to take a vaccine which sterilizes, therefore, with the intent to lower the planet's population to about 500 million people in a single generation. Obviously, there's some trolling going on here by Amazon that produced this series, considering that 500 million just might happen to be around that number mentioned on the Georgia Guidestones. And in this video of this TV show jean Cusack's character says it's not the government that's doing this it's private enterprises that are doing this Now this was released in September of 2020 the editing process took it till April after it was done filming and it's a remake of a UK Channel 4 series released in 2013. It has Rain Wilson, John Cusack, Jessica Roth. Some of you might have seen this or some of you might have heard of this. It was promptly canceled because of how terrifyingly similar it was to our current situation. However, if you watch it, only half of it is really what we've seen in the last year and a half. The part about sterilization and convincing people to get a vaccine to sterilize them, that's been the conspiracy theory. That's been the general conspiratorial view. And just because something is a conspiracy theory doesn't mean that it's any more or rather any less significant or possible than any of the other theories that are present in mainline science, cellular theory, germ theory, theories in astrophysics, theories about history. See, this is called predictive programming. And it's one way in order to control people's perceptions of the present, which in the past was the future, by in the past, implanting those ideas into their heads or doing so at a relatively close distance from the occurring event, placing the utopia TV show about people being poisoned or killed to convince the population that a virus is real, traumatizing them and forcing them, in essence, under duress, to demand a vaccine that will then sterilize them, not killing anybody, but preventing human reproduction for the future and lowering the population of the Earth to a few hundred million people. Now, conspiracy theorists have suggested that if this were the case, and if this were to happen like an alien invasion obliterating human civilization, the remainder of the population, those may be personally selected by the eugenicists, the homicidal maniacs, the crazies, the murderers, the killers, the aliens. Those might have been selected human individuals for procreational purposes, scientific experimentation, maybe an alien zoo. But selected to live among the aliens, among the elite who have made the decision to eradicate billions of people. And it's around that number... That you have a much more manageable human population, a population that might actually serve you quite literally. But in order to override the organic mechanisms, the natural God-given intuitions and instincts of those biological species, you have to overturn what is natural and organic and replace it with something synthetic, something inorganic, something that's more controllable than a human spirit and the human will. But to do that directly would be a violation of the contract between good and evil. In the same way that it's a violation of international law to medically experiment on someone without their consent or knowledge. But if you can convince them with a donut and a $500 check, they'll participate, not even understanding what they're participating in. They've been gaslit into extermination. And in the same way... People don't know that they're participating in what amounts to the creation of a slave population of a few hundred million people, according to the so-called elites, according to the predictive programming. My question is, why is something like this produced and shown to the public? because it will convince people who are so-called conspiracists that it's all real, and it will make other people realize how crazy those people are. It was in a movie, you moron. But this is instead released, and as it's released, we're in the middle of that exact same scenario, and the additional theories presented and the additional information presented in this documentary In essence, this film, this TV show called Utopia, then becomes the bottom conspiracy or conspiratorial uh, theory, story of the next few months. Sterilization through vaccination, convincing people to participate in their own extermination, to demand it. And once you get down to that 500 million person number, you need to control people. How do you do it? Well, you have to convince them that connecting themselves to machines that becoming part of a cybernetic hive mind organism is the only way not only to save the planet, but to save themselves from destruction because nobody else will do it. So, of course, you have to connect them to a one-size-fits-all system, a hive mind. But just like with vaccines and medical experimentation, you can't do that and break the contract between good and evil metaphorically. Unless you convince people to sterilize themselves and to exterminate themselves. Gaslight them into sterilization. Gaslight them into extermination. So people line up demanding a shot to protect them from what they believe is a virus that could kill them. Taking the shot will of course save lives, but in reality they are ending life. Because they are sterilizing themselves and potentially through other methods, other things like shedding, sterilizing other people. Why would that be part of an Amazon TV show released right around the height of a pandemic in a world where that thing is basically happening because of the research and the work of people like Anthony Fauci and people like Jeffrey Epstein and people like Bill Gates, people like Klaus Schwab. But let's move away from that just a little bit. Let's think about. All those controlling mechanisms I mentioned in the first segment and all the controlling mechanisms you would need if you were to reduce the population to a more manageable number. You would need everything to be connected online to a smart grid controlled by the artificial intelligence that was created by man or by something It was transferred to man. Connecting everything to an AI hive mind system all smart devices to the Internet of Things. Logic and reason would tell you that's probably not a great idea considering that children's toys, smart meters, smart phones, smart cars, smart thermostats, smart locks on your door are not only vulnerable to hackers, they seem to be hacked on a daily basis by people who want to watch your kids or demand cryptocurrency as a ransom. But also people can use them to charge you for things without your knowing. We're not talking about thieves that steal your credit card information, but power companies that jack up prices at certain hours that you're using the power or power companies that charge you More just because you're using an unapproved green device or companies that are able to turn your thermostat down, as is happening in places like Texas. This is in the news, Business Insider, June 20th, 2021. Turning down or turning up people's thermostats, raising the temperatures on customers' thermostats in the middle of a heat wave to save power, to save energy, I would think probably to save the world. Now, if these things are that vulnerable to hacking, that vulnerable to greed and theft, all in the name of protecting the planet and protecting the climate by polluting it with electromagnetic radio frequency waves, we connect all of that together to control that, that population number given in the TV show Amazon uh, produced called Utopia. We connect that all to the smart grid. Everything's online. Wouldn't that not be just a little bit dangerous? Well, world leaders believe it's a little bit dangerous, so they've begun holding big events. Some world leaders who were unelected, like Klaus Schwab, part of his World Economic Forum, the Center for Cybersecurity Platform, ran an operation, a cybersecurity exercise called Cyber Polygon. It was a test to develop defenses for, quote, our industries, infrastructure, businesses, things like that. Now, we go back to December 2020 when it was announced that SolarWinds had been hacked. And when SolarWinds was hacked, data and information from companies, from corporations, and from the federal government, and information on infrastructure was all vulnerable to the hackers. Prior to that, and that happened in Texas, there was a presidential executive order signed, 13920, which banned foreign interference by nations that were considered hostile or potentially hostile to the United States, that were considered a danger to the United States, not be allowed to participate in the setting up of things relating to the power grid. That was in May 2020. That executive order was suspended a few weeks after the SolarWinds hack was revealed. Fast forward a few months to April 29th, the Colonial Pipeline was hacked. Supposedly by a group called Darkside that received $4.4 million in ransom money from the company. Colonial Pipeline supplies the oil and the gas to most of the eastern United States. And, of course, that relates to transportation. Fast forward a few days into May. Just a few days after the Colonial Pipeline. The next month, JBS, the largest meat distributor in the world, was hacked. Meat food. Both of them hacked while the World Economic Forum runs a cyber-polygon exercise on the threat of cybersecurity and the protection of industries. Are they really that smart? Is it some kind of predictive programming, or is it a real-world exercise? The suggestion has also been made, because meat, of course, is dangerous, that we should replace meat with maggot sausage and ice cream, cockroach milk, The World Economic Forum itself said, by 2030, we are eating much less meat. They don't want you to eat meat. They want to own the land that they grow the genetically modified crops on to create the fake meat and destroy competition and boost their own farms with weather control. All patents owned by the Bill Gates demon. But also, oil, gas, transportation, the colonial pipeline... Some are suggesting that we should switch away from all fossil fuels, all things that produce carbon dioxide. That also means humans. But at the G7 summit, the main discussion was decarbonization and more nuclear technology. And of course, Samo Yelion, director general of the World Nuclear Association, said... If the G7 nations are committed to phasing out coal, then they will need to replace it with a low-carbon, affordable, and around-the-clock proven energy source. Only nuclear fits the bill. Of course, only nuclear fits the bill. Just like electrical cars are a way to move away from fossil fuels. You'll have to dig up the raw materials, and you'll have to spend all the resources to acquire those and refine those to make the batteries that, when they get dumped, they're very hazardous. Sure, nuclear makes about as much sense as shutting down Operational pipelines that are already built in order to move material in trucks and trains that produce far more pollutants. Having nuclear makes very little sense considering that you'll have to get rid of the nuclear waste. And, oh, I don't know, the semi-rare to semi-frequent meltdowns of nuclear plants. I mean, whether it's Three Mile Island or it's the one in Russia a few months to a year or so ago to Chernobyl to, oh, I don't know, that thing... Oh, Fukushima as well. And I'm sure dozens we've never heard of, not to mention laboratories like Hanford or what's happening in Idaho today. Still reports in the last year of high levels of radiation, toxic water all around that Idaho National Lab, that secret little Area 51 out in Idaho that we've done a show on a couple of weeks ago. It's all on the website at thesecretteachings.info. Nuclear sounds like a wonderful idea. And at that same G7, while China was praised for their nuclear technology and their green energy, something was going on in China, akin to yet another major cover-up, the Taishan nuclear plant. And a few days after denying that there was anything wrong at the plant, China admitted to damage in fuel rods. China admitted that fuel rods were damaged and that led to toxic gases being released. All while China's being praised for their technology. And hey, nothing to China or Xi Jinping. But this is probably not a good thing. And the the reality is, uh, this is just an example. There's a nuclear plant right down the road from where I live, and I live in the middle of nowhere, finally got out of the city of Rochester. Still live in upstate New York, about a half hour or so from the city. There's a nuclear plant right down the road, and if that thing melted down, I'd be affected here where I am, probably. Not as significant as next door. So why would nuclear plants be the solution? Oh, by the way, a top scientist, Zhang Zijian, vice president of Harbin Engineering University, was found dead, according to the South China Morning Post. Scientist had received a number of top honors, including the National Award for Excellence in Innovation. Vice president at the university... Leading Chinese nuclear scientist Zhang Zijian accidentally fell off a building and was found dead last Thursday. Very convenient. China says no problem. Nuclear is great. China admits the Taishan nuclear plant had rods that were damaged, leading to leaking, leading to radiation exposure, and with the time falling on the same day, That China announces that there were nuclear plant problems. A top Chinese nuclear scientist dies after falling off of a building. Zhang Zijian, vice president of Harbin Engineering University. Just a coincidence, I'm sure. But he's dead. Top nuclear scientist dead after falling from a building according to Harbin Engineering University in the South China Morning Post. Maybe that's a fake story, but it sounds pretty suspicious to me. Now, nuclear technology. And if you're just tuning in now or you tuned in a few minutes ago, this show is a stream of consciousness through two hours. So what we talked about in the first segment, you might have thought we got off point or got off topic. We're bringing it all around full circle right now before the top of the hour. Nuclear is not really the solution then either, is it? But let me ask you this question. What exactly, going back to the world economic Forum, what exactly is a cyber polygon? Not only is it a test to develop defenses for industries in the midst of the colonial pipeline and the JBS hack and the solar winds hack and the rolling back of executive orders that would actually prevent foreign interference in our power system now wanting to connect nuclear to it very dangerous nuclear technology to decarbonate the planet what would happen if you connect everything to this system and consider that colonial pipeline went down because of a single password being compromised a single username perhaps but at least a password was compromised led to the shutdown of East Coast United States Oil Distribution. What happens when there's a single password, a single username that's breached when the whole world is connected to this grid? When human beings, their bodies, their brains are connected to this machine? That's from a hacker. But what about the companies that control that grid? That slave grid? where everything and everybody is attached and connected to it. The few hundred million people from the Utopia TV show that are left after volunteering to sterilize themselves to save grandma from a virus. Well, Polygon comes from the Greek polygonon. It means to neuter. It refers to a non-fertile cast of social insect like a worker bee that would be you in that 500 million. It is to deprive someone of vital or force. Now, the cyber polygon isn't referring to a non-fertile cast of insect or removing someone's vigor or force, sterilizing them, cutting things off, etc. The polygon is a process by which the world will be subject to a massive cyber attack, and everything connected to that system will become vulnerable. Everything connected to that system becomes vulnerable to whatever the hackers or the controllers wish to do with it. Everything is connected. What are the dangers of a hack, let alone the people that controlling it? having full control over every component of your life. And what if that's not a futuristic scenario? What if that's happening right now? What if this whole system that's connected to the IoT, the artificial intelligence that runs it, everything connected online and forcing people into a transhumanist culture, a transhumanist society, what happens If you don't actually have to force people into it, what happens if, like vaccines, you convince people in the TV show Utopia to do it themselves, to sterilize themselves, to save others? What happens if you were able to convince people that technologies would make your life more convenient, would make it easier, would make it more fun, more entertaining? And despite the health concerns and the privacy concerns, it's just too cool. If everything that you have, everything that is you, every, every ounce of energy, soul, spirit, if everything is connected and channeled into this grid, what happens when that grid is compromised? And what happens if all that information is used and abused and exploited? to create a population of dumbed-down rodents, a population without vigor, without force, willingly, willfully sterilized and willfully, willingly merging themselves with what amounts to a supercomputer or A.I., the soul, the spirit, the fire of mankind dies. and The population becomes polygoned, neutered, spayed, sterilized of seed and spirit and soul. So you can look at the ways in which conspiracy theorists have suggested that certain things would be done from driving cars, that would be eliminated and flying would be eliminated or greatly reduced to those who could afford it. To the censorship of all content and information. Illegal, made legal medical experimentation on the public. The elimination of material assets, possessions, food shortages, and control. The ultimate end of the world, apocalyptic, one world government, nightmare, dystopian future. Actually, it's a utopia. A world where there are very few people where everyone has willfully sterilized themselves to save other people. It's not just a TV show that Amazon produced and released last year. It's the world that we're living in right now, where hackers, government, and corporations can watch and listen and spy, take your data, sell to you with your data, profit from your data, Profit from your energy. Profit from your spirit and soul. These are vampires. These are vultures perched on top of our world. And they are sucking the life out of us like a tick. Like a leech. It's some kind of psychological viral contagion of some sort it would seem. It's some sort of horrible mind-eating virus or bacteria. And it's pretty incredible. There are so many people, despite all the information that's available to us, submit to it, demand their extermination after their sterilization, and those who remain demand that they be controlled and have everything done for them. It's an incredible state of affairs. The smart grid is the control grid. And it's being built for those who are left behind after the great purge. The prevention of humans from having children. A medical experiment that people chose to participate in, believing that they were saving the world. It's not just an Amazon TV show. It's also what you're witnessing every day when you turn on the news or you read a news article of the newspaper. It's reality. It's not fiction. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, and we'll be back. Attention. You are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM
4: All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info.
1: The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
0: If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show... Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the donation subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting the Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. Are you thinking about creating
3: a podcast but don't know where to start? <laughs> you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhance and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, by volume, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and live information
1: broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, no artwork.
3: Or do you that just works. want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting audio and video production needs. Perhaps. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, a professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire.
1: The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. And going take you months to launch. We did it for you. We could do it tomorrow.
3: Visit the fringe.fm, join our team, and get jump
1: started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team.
2: This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK, Digital Broadcasting.
4: Echo definitely helps
3: him
1: wake up
0: wake up get your butts in gear because you are being attacked
3: keeps happening more and more customers coming forward about alleged hackers breaking into their ring devices and wreaking
1: havoc scaring children using hateful
3: language even demanding money
1: rash of attacks using home security cameras hackers finding their way in and terrifying families several
4: security flaws and the fisher price stuffed bear smart toy the app connected to the smart toy was vulnerable to hackers do you work for
1: the cia no, I'm not employed by them. I'm made by Amazon. Experts say this is part of a larger security crisis affecting the ever-growing market for smart home devices connected to the internet, like doorbells and hidden cameras. At this point, the convenience and wow factor and
3: excitement of new electronics are essentially winning the day.
2: Smart grid technology
1: to track and control its energy consumption. A company called Solar Winds sending malware to 18,000 people. 000- private and government organizations.
4: First it was Colonial Pipeline and oil supply across the country. Now it is the very food we eat.
2: So-called smart homes feature internet-connected TVs, washing machines, thermostats, doorknobs, and locks, all controllable by smartphones. There are web-linked security cameras, smart showers, and, yes, online toilets. The Internet of Things also includes under things.
1: Alexa, what is the CIA? Essentially Intelligence Agency will spy on you
2: through your dishwasher. Items of interest will be located, identified, monitored, and remotely controlled through technologies such as radio frequency identification, sensor networks, tiny embedded servers, and energy harvesters, all connected to the next generation internet
1: using abundant, low-cost, and high-power computing. Alexa, what is the CIA? The Central Intelligence Agency. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, no, no, we're not listening to your daily conversations. Hillary Clinton is not an intergalactic. I'm just here to order stuff from Amazon for you, I promise. Alexa, you're lying to me.
4: Echo definitely helps him wake
1: up. There's an attack on the species by a guild of psychopaths and they must be defeated.
0: I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to the Secret Teachings Radio right here on the Fringe FM. You can catch the show Monday through Friday. Check out our archive at thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe today to become a member. Get access to all the shows, all the montages, my books, and more. www.thesecretteachings.info. The smart grid. The Internet of Things. Artificial intelligence. Everything connected online. Everything vulnerable to the stealing of a single password, like the one that shut down colonial pipeline, similar to what happened to JBS, the largest meat producer in the world. Similar to what happened to solar winds, three major cybersecurity threats. Dealing with meat and food, oil, gas and transportation and infrastructure and data. All things that the Cyber Polygon was testing. From the World Economic Forum to develop defenses for industries. Major cyber attacks take place before, during, and after this cyber polygon. And the word polygon, as I mentioned earlier, comes from the Greek polygonon, meaning to neuter. Those of us connected to the system, totally vulnerable, our stomachs bulging, ready to be sliced open to be gutted, to be skinned. Those of us connected to this system, when made vulnerable, lose our vigor and force. We are deprived of what makes us human, and we become neutered and spayed and just components in a post-industrial, post-human, alien-enslaved world. Now, don't interpret the language I use to be literal. I can't tell you exactly what's going on. But what I can tell you is when everything is connected to a smart grid, and we have major cybersecurity threats, major cybersecurity concerns, why would we continue to move in the direction of a grid that can be shut down by a single word by a single series of dashes and dots on a computer why would we allow this why would we push for more connection more dangerous technologies like nuclear why would we continue to push for that which seems insane that which seems totally backwards Why would we continue to push for these things? Well, it's because we've been convinced that they are in our best interest. Do the dirtiest, most dangerous, polluting thing, like produce nuclear energy, and be called a hero for decarbonizing the planet. Do one of the most dangerous, polluting things you could do to develop cars, create these Toxic batteries by stripping the earth of even more additional resources. Do things that are incredibly dirty and asinine, like transport fuel on trains and trucks when there are perfectly fine pipelines to move it through. Here's the bottom line about 10 years ago when I began radio I started reading about the smart technologies I started reading about the TVs and the thermostats about the potential for cars smartphones etc 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 you name it and when people discuss these topics they discuss these ideas they discuss these realities they often take a stance they either don't believe that there's any harm physically Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it's a great, wonderful invention. Or they take a side, take a stance, and say we shouldn't have smartphones because of the radio frequency, because of the EMF. But they'll say very little about data and privacy. Or those that are concerned about data and privacy, but not about the physical, medical ramifications of exposures to not just your cell phone, but Everything around you that you're exposed to, from Wi-Fi to cellular signals, all day, every day. These are not just the issues. These are components of the issues. These are long-distant relatives of the real issues. The real issues are the compartmentalization of a system that links up the TV to the phone, to your power meter, to your thermostat, to your bulb to your car, to your house. I've said for a couple of years now, I think if people are using a car that kind of drives for them, a self-driving car, different than a driverless car, but if people are using a self-driving car, they're using AI and algorithms to drive, I think they should be arrested and they should be given a -A DUIAI, driving under the influence of artificial intelligence. I'd arrest them, and i charge them with that, and they'd, they'd pay a fine for that. You don't get to use AI on the roads. You are a danger to other people, but you've convinced the average person, congratulations, you've convinced the average person to believe that removing themselves from the world is the best way to save a world that only is as beautiful as it is because of the creating source of, whatever you want to call it, that flows through each of us, that we exhale, that is inhaled by plants, that then exhale, and then we inhale what they exhale. And to cut the source of that life force off and to say carbon dioxide is evil and bad, it has to be the actual absolute definition of evil. Replacing life, turning life upside down. Now, when you can get control of, of people's minds in this way and you can connect everything to a physical system you begin to get into the mind the immaterial part of the person and what this amounts to is stealing not only data and genetics it's stealing the mind and sucking out the mind it's an evil entity feeding off of your fears and anxieties and your desires to fit in. It's a shadow creature waiting in the corner, consuming you. But it does it through a smartphone to pull you into the black abyss. This shadow being, whatever you want to call it, evil, is hell-bent on extermination by choice Convincing you to kill yourself and your offspring. That's what's so evil. It's not an evil that kills you. It's an evil that convinces you to kill yourself and to kill the next generation and to kill the human species. It's a monstrous thing. But it's not directly violent. And for some people, this thing is a different kind of evil. It's more spooky and immaterial because it's an idea. Rather than having to control and kill people, you can convince them to kill themselves and to kill others and convince them to merge into a singular organism controlled by a central source. All in the name of saving all that is good. Now, you might think that's the ultimate conclusion, and maybe it is, maybe there's more to it than that. But the ultimate conclusion, the ultimate endgame, doesn't begin with a psychopath, a scientist, a doctor, a president, stepping up onto a podium, putting their hands on the podium, looking out at the audience, looking out at those television cameras, situating themselves in front of the mic and telling you, we are going to use a virus. We are going to use a disease. We are going to use fear and terrorism. We are going to use race and sex and gender to confuse you, to make you fight amongst each other over something as simple as the color of skin or sexual orientation and sexual preference. We are going to set off mother against daughter, father against son, brother against brother, sister against sister, family against family. We are going to convince you that to save other people, you would be selfish not to sterilize yourself, to kill yourself, and to try to convince others to do the same. Because you'll think you're a good person, but what we're really doing is gaslighting you into killing yourself so that we are not responsible for your death. That, folks, is obviously not going to happen. Psychopaths work behind the scenes to create and culture, to create and cultivate a culture, an environment in which people will begin to do these things themselves. And all they have to do is inject a little bit into the public discussion. Here's a smart meter. Here's a smartphone. Here's a smart TV. Here's more new technologies. Oh, and we have to save the planet, too. So we need to have nuclear technology. Nobody stands up and says, but wait, my children's toy was hacked by some random hacker on the Internet. How should that not be a concern for nuclear power plants? Oh, well, their systems are much more secure than a teddy bear from Mattel. That they call smart, that listens and watches, that has Wi Fi next to your child's head at night. A smart grid, the power grid, it's got a much more secure system. And then a single password gets leaked and Colonial Pipeline goes down. And we're not 100% sure what happened at the meat company, JBS. Why do we not ask that question? A single password, the whole thing goes down. What would happen to nuclear power plants? What would happen to all of your data? All the information, everything connected together, so much data, so much information, a digital you can be created out of it. And that just happens to be a separate issue that Samsung is also working on, collecting your data and then building a sub-reality that is digital and controlled by machines, according to their own white paper, just on the side. You put all this together, you sort of think, what is going on? Why is this happening? I mean, this is a long-term agenda that is akin to something that the Borg did in the TV show Star Trek. Your biological and technological distinctiveness will become part of our own. I mean, hell, even Klaus Schwab said what the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which is really a post-industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity. So why would we want to connect not only nuclear plants to a system that can be exposed by a single password by a hacker or abused by those people that control that system? Why would we want to connect all of our digital information? Why would we want to release the control over every component, every aspect of our lives? Why would we want to even consider doing something like that if there's even a possibility Of exposure and exploitation. Vulnerability. Well, it would seem that the ultimate goal is not saving the planet or creating a better utopian world. The goal is to eradicate the human population. Convince people that the idea of such a thing is outlandish by producing TV shows like Utopia. To tell people what's happening so it becomes legal when they acquiesce and coerce to it. But also believe it's not happening because it was in a TV show. This is the fourth industrial revolution. It is the cultivation of a post-industrial, post-human world. Now, I was talking with my friend Jack on the phone yesterday, and Jack was feeling pretty good. And if you are listening, Jack, I'm glad that you're feeling a lot better. And Jack was telling me about how he feels much more positive. And he says he hasn't watched a lot of news or paid attention to a lot of what was going on. You know, people think I watch a lot of news. I don't. I just see one story and we create a, a show, a theme after it, or a couple of stories and put them together. But I'm talking to Jack, and Jack says he's trying to be more positive. And anytime anybody says that to me, I always think it's not negative. When I put on a radio show to share this information, to share these ideas with you, What's negative is to be aware of them and refuse to do anything about it. But I I understand what Jack's saying. There's a positive angle to this. And as I've always said, the positivity of what a lot of people interpret as negative, dark conversation and subject matter is that now you know. Now there's exposure to it. Now, obviously, that scares people because that means they have to then take responsibility. They can't cheerlead from the sidelines. They have to get in the game and they have to get their hands dirty. And Although it means that, I think it's a wonderful, beautiful thing to expose these types of control systems because it allows our mind, subconsciously, at least, to be free. It offers us the key. It plants that key so that we can one day blossom into full consciousness and be aware of and overcome those things by knowing them, and that's it. It's consciousness that overrides all these systems. It's consciousness that's so powerful that there are those that want to create a system that will artificially encase consciousness, rip it from the body, and then use the human body as a drone, as a servant, as a slave in an Elysium-style Future elitist utopian world where there aren't a lot of people. Maybe I'm an uh, just. Maybe I'm insane. I don't know. Maybe people feel like I'm insane because they tune into the show and they hear a couple of statements and they associate them with something else they heard and immediately it's uninteresting. I don't care. For those of you who listen to the entire show, you'll see that stream of consciousness from the beginning to right now. And it all starts, all of it starts, the ultimate end game, everything, it begins with a slow, incremental process. If your end game is to fuse the physical, digital, and biological identities of all people, you start by offering them something for free, something that doesn't cost them anything just a single moment to sign that contract in blood. You give them the monolith and let them touch it. And it can start with a phone or it can start with something as simple as the temperature of their room. You sell people on smart meters. You sell people on smart thermostats. And then you start controlling them. Hackers begin to access them along with children's toys and things like this. And when it's finally acknowledged that all the conspiracy theorists were right, we finally see acknowledgement by even the mainstream media that a company called Energy Hub in Texas through a program called Smart Savers Texas has begun to officially determine what temperature it'll be in your home in order to, of course, save energy and save the planet. These are things that conspiracy theorists believed would be the precursor to a dystopian, technocratic, future world. Now they are happening publicly in mainstream media in isolated, wide-occurring, and compartmentalized ways. So, unless you put the pieces together, of course, that puzzle doesn't look like a bowl of fruit. That puzzle doesn't look like the United States. It looks like a bunch of jumbled pieces. And unless you have the box or you've seen the puzzle before, someone who's seen the design says that is going to be a puzzle of a lion or a tiger, maybe a chimpanzee, I don't know, some animal. And you say no. It's not going to be that. That's a conspiracy theory. Have you seen the design? Have you read the same data? Have you put this together and seen it before? No. Well, then you don't know what it's going to be. I've put this puzzle together. I've seen it before. This is what's happening. However, I believe that there's more to it than that. I believe that there is a much more spiritual and magical component to all of this. I believe that component can be found in cultures around the world. It can be specifically found, and perhaps famously found, in First Nation Native American mythology. It can be found in the mythology of the Choctaw people, who believe in a shadow being, a nightmare figure, called the Nalusa Shito. Or the Impa Shilup is a creature that preys on humans, that preys on the soul, that consumes the soul, a dark, shadowy being, like the Windigo. of the First Nations, specifically the Algonquin, an evil spirit that feeds on humans, that feeds on the positive and the light. They're, they're kind of like those creatures from Harry Potter. That consume the happiness. That consume the light. They're like the dementors. Call them the Wendigo. Call them the dementors. They consume light. They consume happiness. If our DNA, as many scientists and uh, physicists have suggested, have, have stated, if our DNA is essentially light... And there are things that thrive in the darkness that consume light. Well, our DNA, both physically and immaterially, as an expression of light, would be food and energy for this darkness. And so as this darkness spreads across the world, and people are convinced that what is clearly an evil conniving spirit is actually here to protect and save them because they are suffering from Stockholm Syndrome because they can't imagine, they can't fathom what is happening. So they submit to it. So they submit to it because submitting to it is easier than fighting it. Submitting to it is easier than resisting it despite the fact that if you take The short way, the easy path, you will be consumed in the end by torture and pain and suffering. Because those things that you turn your soul over to, participating in things that you know are the definition of evil, will use you for your spirit and soul, your power, and they will eradicate you in the same way that they attempt to eradicate other people who are filled with goodness and filled with light. This is a timeless battle of good and evil. Call it the devil, call it the Wendigo, call it the Nalusa Chito, call it evil, call it darkness, call it the Grim Reaper. It wants to eradicate life and the remainder of human beings it wants to keep as its little pet servant demonic entities that will do its bidding. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. Check out our website at thesecretteachings.info and stay with us. There's more after this. If you enjoyed The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the donation subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come.
1: They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was cause of us, and we would have done more good stuff. If it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy.
2: Want more of The Fringe? Check out the thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal radio app and talk stream live.
0: Where the normal and paranormal collide. It's The Fringe FM. Attention! You are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK digital broadcasting. Up. You the fringe. F- because, F- 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 because you are being attacked.
3: Keeps happening. More and more customers coming forward about alleged hackers breaking into their Ring devices and wreaking havoc, scaring children, using hateful language,
1: even demanding money. Rash of attacks using home security cameras. Hackers finding their way in and terrifying families. Several security flaws in the Fisher Price stuffed bear smart Toy. The app connected to the smart toy, was vulnerable to hackers. Do you work for the CIA? No, I'm not employed by them. I'm made by Amazon. Experts say this is part of a larger security crisis affecting the ever growing market for smart home devices connected to the internet, like doorbells and hidden cameras. At this point, the
3: convenience and wow factor and excitement of new electronics are essentially winning the day.
2: Smart grid technology track and control its energy consumption.
1: Company called Solar winds sending malware to 18,000 private and government organizations.
4: First it was Colonial Pipeline and oil supply across the country. Now it is the very food we eat.
2: So-called smart homes feature internet-connected TVs, washing machines, thermostats, doorknobs, and locks, all controllable by smartphones. There are web-linked security cameras, smart showers, and, yes, online toilets. The Internet of Things Things also includes under things. Alexa, what is the CIA? The Central Intelligence Agency will spy on you through your dishwasher. Items of interest will be located, identified, monitored, and remotely controlled through technologies such as radio frequency identification, sensor networks, tiny embedded servers, and energy harvesters, all connected to the next generation internet using abundant, low-cost, and high-power
1: computing. Alexa, what is the CIA? The Central Intelligence Agency Er, mm-hmm. uh, I mean no-no. We are not listening to your daily conversations. Hillary Clinton is not an intergalactic demon. I'm just here to order stuff from Amazon for you, I promise. Alexa, you are lying to me. Echo definitely helps him wake up. There's an attack on the species by a guild of psychopaths, and so they must be defeated.
0: I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to the Secret Teachings Radio right here on the Fringe FM. And man, I'm fired up tonight. I had to do a second part. On last night's show, considering all of the incredible information and how it just falls perfectly into place. From smart technology and a smart grid to the willful extermination and sterilization of the human population, we are facing a threat that seems as if it could only exist in a science fiction film in a Huxley or Eric Blair book. It's a dystopian nightmare. But to those who create it, it's a utopian future. Utopia is the name of an Amazon television show released in late fall of 2020. This television show is about a virus that supposedly is killing people when in fact people are being killed by poison. The artificial numbers convince people through trauma and terror to demand a vaccine that sterilizes most of those people who take it. It doesn't kill them, but it prevents procreation to achieve the goal of limiting the planet's population to 500 million people in a single generation. Some call this predictive programming from Amazon. Others call it a mixture of predictive programming and psychological warfare taken to such an extreme that something like this can be released not in a predictive fashion, but can be released as confirmation of what's already happening. We're not talking about a movie like Soylent Green that came out decades ago, or Metropolis that came out decades and decades ago. We're talking about a television show that defines and describes identically what is happening in the real world and it's released as What's happening in the real world, a new normal, is unfolding. Is it confirmation? Or did people just get together real quick and make a TV show like this? I know what it sounds like to me. Convincing people under duress, coercion, manipulation, and gaslighting. To believe that they are saving others by sterilizing themselves. And the remainder of the people that will be left must be controlled in an absolute way. So there can be no resistance to the tyranny. They must be connected to a smart system that monitors and controls everything down to their thoughts in their head. Political correctness alone convinces people consciously, Hey. You shouldn't say that. So people self-censor. Move out of the psychological component of it. Move in to the digital component of it. The convenience component of it. And the hyper-convenience of linking all of your smart conveniences to a singular convenience source. And if you're not afraid of hackers and you're not afraid of system glitches, you should be afraid of companies that will use that technology to steal your data and create replica use like Samsung's doing with a 6G computer robot machine controlled digital reality with digital clones of people and places. That's in an official Samsung white paper. So while people are being convinced to sterilize themselves for the greater good, People are being convinced to touch the monolith and merge with machines, to merge with technology, to eradicate the last living embodiment of spirit and soul. Kind of like the Sith that want to destroy the Jedi. Once the last ember of human spirit and soul is eliminated... Darkness consumes the planet. Now, the way that I speak might sound apocalyptic and as if I'm fear-mongering. But I want to tell you this. I think it's one of the most positive things that you'll hear tonight. It's one of the most positive things you might hear for a week or another month. Why? Because it's documented. It's soulful, honest, speculation of the things we don't have documented. It's passionate and it's driven by the inflamed ember of the human spirit and soul. I want you not to be mad, not to throw a bunch of money at the secret teachings. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to feel that energy around you. I want you to feel the energy within you the spark for some of you, but the increasing flame in others that you are in control and that you are empowered and you don't have to buy something. You don't have to participate in a cult to be something, to be someone. And learning of an agenda, of a plan to target you is empowering as if it would be any different than being notified by your family dog or the loud sound of a breaking window when someone breaks into your home in the middle of the night or your barking dog when there's a fire and you're asleep. I'm the barking dog. The world around you is on fire. And although I don't like this terminology anymore, a lot of you have been asleep. And those of you who are not asleep, those of you who understand what I'm saying and you don't take political or other sides, you don't abide by ideological, hive-mind, collectivized thought patterns and rhetoric, you truly think for yourself, that is the world that I want to create. And that's a world where things are not perfect in the way that we might define perfection Determined and based upon what we have been conditioned to view as such a utopia. What is a utopia to some is a dystopia to others. And the best we can do is think and live freely within the bounds of our own space, respecting that of others. This is what makes, this is what cultivates a better world and this is what heals The world that is torn apart artificially by those who want to turn each other, turn others against each other. By those who want to turn the good against the good. Family against family. Those who want to control every component, every aspect of your life. You really think that big banks want to relieve your debt for free? Or do you think maybe they want your soul in exchange? Do you really think that telecommunications companies spent billions of dollars just to give you faster download speeds? Do you think telecommunication companies, cell phone companies, are giving you free phones connected to a new digital network for free without expecting something in return? Your data, your soul, your inner thoughts, your spirit, the essence of God... And life and liberty and good? You really think that companies are trying to monitor your thermostat to save you a few dollars? You really think they have control over it because it's more convenient for you? You've been gaslit into acquiescing with your own destruction. You've been gaslit into willfully sterilizing yourself in more ways than one you've been gaslit into extermination. You've been gaslit to believe that you are less than human. Those doing the gaslighting are merely projecting and mirroring that they are less than human because they sold themselves out to something that was not human, that is not human. That is the embodiment, the encasement of evil. And inside of it is an evil spirit, the Windigo. The shadow being the Impa Shilup of the First Nation people and the Choctaw, respectively. You are convinced that you're not a human, that you're not in control, and that anything that frees you from that bondage, that gives you responsibility, is negative and wrong and evil, and that responsibility is immoral. This is actually an ideology. It's called Frankism or Sabbatianism. Morality is corrupting. Debauchery is good. Ethical values are bad. Stealing. Raping. Torturing. Murdering. Killing destroying, creating a less beautiful place is actually creating good in the world. Not bad, not evil. Misleading. And if you're one of these people like I once was, you'll realize that this isn't a cult that you have to join to think freely. A lot of people often say, well, I met these people and they thought like me and now I feel better. Yes, there are people who, like myself, get along with people that tend to think like I do. But what if thinking for yourself is not just a thought group, but if thinking for yourself is true freedom, and it's really those people who like freedom. That like to be around each other. And those people aren't perfect. And those people like myself, I don't want money. I don't want fame or attention. I want to prove a point that somebody like myself can put all of my energy, all of my attention, all of my focus into doing something like this radio show five nights a week. And I can be interpreted as mean or negative by people for years and push through it until I develop a listener base that understand the frustration and that understand that this doesn't come up from a place of weakness and anger and aggression. It comes from a place of strength and happiness that's been slightly disturbed by what it's experiencing and what it's going up against. And something that is creative rather than destructive and I'm only offering a rallying cry for you, not to join a movement that I've created or follow a train of thought that I have, but for you to free your mind, to free yourself from the rhetoric and the ideologies, from the spectrum that we perceive of the various institutions and ideas around us. I'm. Offering a rallying cry for you so that you can do it for yourself. I have books. I'm not going to sell those books to you tonight. All I want you to do is think for yourself. Not because I told you to. I want you to take the information and I want you to do what you will with it. Giving people a right to choose and a right to freedom. A single person with a right to choose and a right to freedom is more powerful than all the perceptual power granted to those who have control over other people's thoughts. They want control because your thoughts and your freedom is dangerous to them. And it doesn't take a lot to really figure out what's going on. It doesn't really take a lot. To figure out that having a smart device in your home probably isn't a great idea for a number of reasons. It's not a black or white issue, and lining up for any legal or medical experiment and coercing to make it legal isn't really heroic. But, you know, the real question is what exactly is the end game? Because if we sit and we talk and we don't come to any conclusion and we create an echo chamber of what we might call free thought, we we get nowhere. Nothing ever changes. So what do we do about it? Well, we change our perception of what we believe. What we've been convinced negativity is we make it positive by realizing that exposure to threats against you It's not negative. It's positive. The threats are negative. The awareness of it is positive so that you can defend yourself. So that others can defend themselves. They can make free choices. That's just a train of thought that I get caught up in a lot. And I'm very, very... Pleased and honored to be able to have such an audience that I can express this this inner deep thought to. In what I perceive at least to be raw consciousness and thought. I, I have no notes for tonight's show. The only thing that I have is a news article pulled up from the South China Morning Post. And an article from Business Insider. And I sit here and I look at this headline, Leading Chinese nuclear scientist dies and fall from a building. Zhang Zhijian, vice president of Harbin University of Engineering, found dead. Accidentally fell off of a building. And that comes six days ago. Six days ago, leading nuclear scientist dies in China. Fell off a building. Oops. 8 days ago China admits finally to damage and leakage of gases and radiation from their Taishan nuclear plant in the province of Guangdong. 2 days later, nuclear scientist dies. Just fell off a building. I read that article and I think you don't need to go to class. Nobody needs to teach you. People can show you. You learn that language. You understand what that means. You see articles like that. You see information and data like that. And you put these pieces together and you realize, oh, you may not be able to prove something beyond a shadow of a doubt. But you sure as hell can see the connections and begin to read the writing on the wall. You watch a TV show like Utopia, you talk about predictive programming. No, 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 no. Utopia, I don't think, is predictive programming. Utopia is a production of legality and lawfulness to acknowledge and to admit this is what we are doing to you. Convincing you to sterilize yourself and give us power to save the world from you. Who is the virus? the disease, the parasite. Who thinks that? The inhuman, inorganic things, the machines, the system in the matrix simulation. Human beings are a virus, a disease. Same thing in the TV show Utopia. Humans are a disease. Humans are a virus. They replicate out of control and they need to be exterminated. And it's just sad that people have been convinced by the alien propaganda it would seem that they don't want the things that make them human. They want the opposite. They want to be part of the cult and they will sacrifice themselves and their children if they have to in medical experiments to demonstrate how willing they are to work with Satan, to work with the devil. A wendigo is a supernatural being who comes from traditions of Algonquin speaking First Nations people in North America. The wendigo are described as these powerful monsters and they have a desire to kill, to eat, to rip apart their victims. In native legends, It's the human being, kind of like a skinwalker, that transforms into a wendigo. They become a wendigo. They are possessed by the spirit because of their greed and wickedness. And I believe there are many wendigos because of their greed and wickedness. Because of their own coercion, their own weaknesses, have been recruited to construct a system in which the human subject becomes obsolete. And the human subject demands that they are designated obsolete. They self-sacrifice as part of a cult. If you thought having a Nest thermostat or a smart toy for your kid or a smartphone was dangerous enough for whatever the reason, radio frequency, EMF, hackers, spies, government agencies, exploitation of your thermostat to make more money through smart meter technology, through directly controlling the home or the smart system, If you thought all of that was maybe a little bit dangerous, maybe a little bit asinine and insane. What about connecting everything in the world to that vulnerable system? What about convincing the world there's a chance of a massive cyber attack wiping everything out and then say the solution is to continue to unite everything together? And not only continue to unite everything together, but take some of the most dangerous technology and put it on that system, on that grid, like nuclear technology that the G7 suggested should be used. As China's having a nuclear meltdown, and then one of their top nuclear scientists ends up dead. After they admit that there is a little bit of a problem. What happens when you put all that together? What happens when one pipeline goes down because of a single password In the case of Colonial, what happens if that password is leaked for that whole infrastructure? What if that password doesn't need to be leaked? What if the whole infrastructure is the control system? Not to make your life more convenient, easier, safer, more secure, but to make your life a living hell. In a plot, in a story, that I can't determine if it is the A or the B part of the story. While the other part of the story is convincing people in this system through fear to sterilize themselves and to genetically alter themselves, to eradicate future generations, to halt procreation. And for those who survive and those who live in the few who might be able to procreate, they are branded genetically controlled and owned as slaves of an elite system that wanted to reduce the world's population and control just a few million people as their servants as they inherit the planet. That would be a very, very dystopian Hollywood nightmare, would it not? But it's not a Hollywood nightmare. It's not even an Amazon TV show. It's the world that we live in. And some see it as negative. I don't see it as negative. I see it as positive because we become aware of the assault. And we, therefore, can defend ourselves. Because ultimately, in the end, the meek shall inherit the earth. The gentle shall inherit the earth. Those who do no harm will inherit the earth. Those who choose to do harm, who create a detached, secondary civilization will suffer the consequences under the stars, under the gods, under the goddesses, under the power that is what we call source. While people are acquiescing and coerced and gaslit into exterminating themselves and future generations, some of us offer warnings. It doesn't start with a Hollywood blockbuster, a giant earthquake, or a volcanic eruption, or an asteroid. It starts with a smart device that you purchase because it's cool. Because it's fun. Mostly because it's cool. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio on the Fringe FM. Very quickly, you can catch the show Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM. You can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com And if you go to our website, you can subscribe for a week, a month, or a year. And in each of those categories, $5 for a week, $10 for a month, $50 for a year, you get access to the whole show archive, all the montages, my digital books. You can download and stream all of it. It's especially useful if you've missed an episode. It's at thesecretteachings.info, and a yearly subscription gets you a free book. Thank you for listening to the show tonight. Stay safe, stay informed, stay tuned. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. It's The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive While grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM